River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Niner Nuts. Dan, here along with James. James, say hello. What's up, Niner Nation? We got uh, a little bit of a heavier uh, topic that we're going to be talking about uh, today. Um, we still we still <laughs> flipped uh, the middle episode with uh, our betting episode. Um, that's why Jimmy B has yet to return to Fridays. But um, in lieu of that, you can listen to that in our timeline. Um, we do have a little bit of a heavier topic that we're going to be talking about. Um, it's a bit of a follow-up to um, owner accountability and uh, just... Just some just some things that are going on in the NFL that are bigger than football. Um, I don't really have a better precursor for that for this story than that. Uh, James, if you want to explain to the listeners what's been uh, what's been going on that we want to talk about. So you haven't heard there's now a lawsuit against the NFL by Jim Trotter, a former analyst of NFL Network. Jim Trotter is claiming that his contract wasn't renewed due to uh, discriminatory practices. Um, I read a little bit about the story on profootball.com. A couple of things that I took away from this is, once again, owner accountability is not being done by the NFL. Player standards are definitely uh, greater than owner standards, particularly in Jerry Jones. We all know Jerry, you know, had the history while he was at basically – uh, a protest to keep African-Americans from integrating into a white school. That photo went viral uh, a couple months ago as Dan Snyder says, you want to get me out? I'm taking everybody with me. Right after, right after Jerry Jones came out with that, he was, you, you know, he was considering figuring out a way to get Dan Snyder out of the league. That photo popped up It's from the sixties. Jerry's there. I mean, he doesn't look highly active in protesting, but he does look curious as to what's going on, why Jerry was there. Honestly, I don't know if we know for sure. Jerry hasn't, he just, Jerry's comments were that he basically was curious and he was 15 years old or something like that. And when he went, so he just went to be curious. But any comment we have on it is pure speculation and no i don't have the photo queued up uh google it yourselves guys (laughs) yeah anyway but we do have jim trotter's testimony uh from his complaint and what he has been saying in the media how jerry jones reacted when jim trotter basically asked the question how do you feel about the lack of of African-Americans in executive positions in the NFL. Uh, The response from Jerry Jones, quote from profootballdoc.com, if black feels a certain way, then maybe they should get their own teams and hire their own individuals. Yes, and it gets worse. Uh, Jim Trotter, once again, he was an analyst for the NFL Network. Uh, was at a focus group annual meeting for NFL Network. Um, And basically, there was Caucasian executives talking about the progress that the NFL has made 
and diversity and things like that. Once again, Jim Trotter brings up the fact that you're saying that you've made progress in diversity, but yet there's not one single African-American up there telling me that. So he was given some pushback in that, you know, they do hire African-Americans and, you know, that they had been doing that and they have been diversified. Jim Trotter comes back and says, you know, well, I'll drop this whole thing now if you can tell me one of the names of any of the full-time assistants, reporting assistants that are African-American. This exact, I don't remember his name, but you can look this all up on profootball.com, basically said, oh, we have them and I'll get back to you on it. That was over a year ago, still no word. Now, where Jim Trotter is saying he was discriminated against, you know, even though his contract ran out and people are saying, well, your contract ran out, so they probably didn't want to hire you on for whatever reason. Well, Jim Trotter co covered his bases there. About three or four months before his contract ran out, he had his agent call the director of personnel, the person who was in charge of renewing contracts. And at that time, the... This person said, she said, uh, there's no reason why we wouldn't want to bring Jim Trotter back on. So these questions arise. Jim's trying to fight a battle for all minorities. And the next thing you know, he's being told you have to compromise uh, because, you know, your contract is up and we might not renew your contract. Jim comes back and says, I've compromised here, here, and here. What the compromises were, we don't know. These were the words that was reported by profootballtalk.com and his interview that he did recently on TV. So we don't know what the compromises were, but Jim was saying, I've compromised here, here, and here. You're asking me to now compromise my integrity. And if you take away my integrity, what else do I have? left is pretty much what Jim Trotter was saying. And he's like, is this going to affect my contract? And the executive said, I don't know. Um, and then eventually his contract wasn't renewed and he's now with The Athletic and he has come out very publicly. You can look up Jim Trotter interviews. He's out there giving interviews, telling the world what happened. Now, generally a lawyer will say, never comment about litigation. However, yeah, ongoing litigation, it's much better to just stay away. No. Let speculation be rampant, but it's never going to go in your favor if you want to try to speak for yourself. The only time that this ever happens, that somebody is not afraid to talk into a press about what happened, assumably, is because it's the truth. Because guess what? Anything you say in an interview can be used against you in a court of law while the litigation is happening. So Jim Trotter is basically saying, I don't care. The world needs to know. And yeah, I don't think I'm going to take a blank check. You're going to have to testify. This is the NFL's worst nightmare. Okay. Because if you follow the history of the NFL, what owners have done previously in the past, they have avoided talking under oath. They always have. Now, the last owner to testify under oath was Daniel Snyder. 
Still haven't released that. We don't know what he said. Probably blame Bruce, Bruce Allen for everything and took no or zero accountability for himself and what he did. But Dan Snyder's old news now. Now we have Jim Trotter, Jerry Jones. We have the Houston, Texas minority owner. We got Jed York, the CEO. All these guys the NFL knew about. It was happening under their noses, and they tried to sweep it under the rug. Now, we know if this had been, say, Jalen Carter, who was involved in a very serious car accident during, during drag racing where somebody died, how quick did we hear that story? How soon was it that the NFL reported that story? We all know it was reported pretty much the next day. But here we have owners and their wrongdoings being swept under the rug by the NFL. And it needs to stop because the, owner, the NFL has said that they want to hold owners to a higher standard than players. But right now, that's BS. They still haven't done that. And so we are taking up this mantle uh, of owner accountability. Before we get to all of that, Dan, I mean... You heard what I just said. We know the history of now of the NFL. This is now the third instance since Dan Snyder has been released from the NFL of we of news of an owner acting badly. Where are you at on this? It's, it's I'm, but <laughs> it, it doesn't change any of my feelings I've already had towards Jerry Jones. It doesn't really surprise me at all that he would say something uh, off color, no pun intended, like that. Um, he's. <sighs> I, I'm not surprised somebody as old as him would have had said comments um, that off off the cuff and so nonchalantly and not realize just how it, how despicable that is the the position that he's in that he re, that he doesn't even second guess that what he said was inappropriate like like the uh, like the uh, the Papa John's guy thinking that he could just get away with saying the n word in conferences. Um, it's uh, no, my, I don't know. I think this is a, I think maybe it is going to be a good thing with the, 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 the reckonings that are coming out. Like, we'll see what happens with, I, uh, Jed York's not going to lose his position. Jerry Jones, I feel like he's in too big of a, of a position to, to get taken away from his ownership. Like, I think really, I think we talked to Steve about it too. I think unless it actually involves money, an owner's going to just die with their team, unless they willingly give it up. Like, well, but but we need a reckoning of things like this. And I'm glad things like this are coming out. So we, even though it has to come from us, I, I don't know. It is, it's, it's kind of sad that, that the NFL is making news like this come out like this, even still, like uh, I even just Googled Jim Trotter just now because I remembered vaguely, but I wanted to have this in front of me just to be sure. But um, one of the compromises that Jim Trotter probably had to compromise on is, um, this second article from Mike Florio on PFT where Jim is, was told that the NFL was telling him to not talk about how the league wanted them to continue the DeMar Hamlin game um, and how forceful it was that they were pushing to like, yo, we need a, this is a big game. We got to, we got to do it. There's a lot of money on the, yada, yada, all these excuses. They were telling Jim, to, they were pushing back on Jim from talking about how the league was pushing as hard as they were to continue that game, even though they just saw someone die on the field. Like it wasn't just a concussion. Like Demar Hamlin yeah. literally died on the field, yeah. and 
no, it, it, for generalistic integrity, it, it was a story that was worth the 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 people knowing that the league was going to put the money over the emotional trauma that all these players went through. And they were telling him, no, don't let, don't let them know that we were going to put money over this guy's health. So that was probably one of the compromises that you were talking about with him uh, conveniently not getting his contract renewed. Like, sure. Okay. I'm sure it was. I'm I'm sure you just ran out of money because you just signed Pat McAfee. Oh wait, that was ESPN. (laughs) Like, no, it's, it's sad. It's pathetic and it's sad. And I'm, Oh no! I hope. I don't know. I respect. I respect the hell out of Jim for doing what he's doing, being as yeah. open as he is about it. Because no, the 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 way that the 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 law has worked when it comes to the NFL, a private business. At the end of the day, yes, it is still private business. At the end of the day, but actually, isn't it still a nonprofit? Is what the, the NFL a nonprofit? Uh, I that'd be news so. to that'd be news to me. Uh, sure as hell, don't act like one. Yeah, let me see. Is the NFL? Why are Colts tickets two hundred dollars if they're nonprofit? <laughs> I I thought the league was an actual like normal private business. That's the way they've talked about it before when legal things pop up. I don't so, think I don't think they have an IPO though. Like uh, I don't. Think they don't have public. a .org, but. Oh, they dropped their taxes and status in 2015. So, um, yeah. So the NFL was functioning as a nonprofit for many years until about 2014, 2015. Um, I remember Damn. that. Yeah. So they're no longer a nonprofit. I guess they're paying taxes finally. But I did not the... know that they were a nonprofit until 10 years ago. Jesus. Yeah. And let's be clear. The NFL has proven in many, many a case, considering when we consider there was the uh, St. Louis Rams moving uh, case, the NFL ended up paying $900 million to not have to testify. Oh, Stan Kroenke. (laughs) We have Colin Kaepernick. Hey. We don't know the exact number. We don't know the exact number because it was never reported because it was a lot. It was they signed non-disclosures. But rumor had it that it was sixty million dollars for what they did to Colin Kaepernick. You may six, not six zero or one six six zero. Okay, six zero sixty million dollars given to Colin Kaepernick. So the NFL has a history of writing checks, writing big checks, so nobody testifies, but. Gathering from what Pro Football Talk has said, gathering from the fact that Jim Trotter is continually doing these interviews openly without any fear, without, you know, any regards to anything that the NFL could do to him. He may be the guy that we need. He may be the hero that we need to bring down and maybe get finally some accountability from these owners because from what pro football talk com is saying, he seems to have the resolve to take a blank check that they may give to him and wipe, you know, what with it. So he can expose with testimony, all these owners and the NFL and Roger Goodell for some of these practices and what is going on in the NFL. And then the fact, uh, yeah, I'm the, sorry. 
and the fact that owners aren't being held to a higher standard than players. In fact, they're being held to less of a standard by the NFL. So Jim Trotter, we're behind you. We hope you go the distance. Uh, yeah, we hope. I, I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for somebody like this to come about because I can't do it. I don't know. I, the NFL wouldn't let me near them with how much, how much I don't like their owners. So, yeah. Uh, well, let's not forget too that he's walking in the same footsteps as Brian Flores, current defensive coordinator of the Vikings, Steve Wilkes, our defensive coordinator at the Niners. Um, there's plenty of people that have have tried to do what he's doing, like bring accountability to the players, and we need to respect and we need to honor them too. And Jim Trotter's going into this this rarefied air now. And it is a big risk. It's not Brian Flores wasn't guaranteed to be a defensive coordinator in uh, Tennessee or uh, in Minnesota, uh, Steve Wilkes. He took it on the chin and he's still, he's still trying to make our defense just as good as it was last year. Like it's, it doesn't diminish what they tried to do. Um, but it's the fact that the fight's still going on and they're not giving up and just letting the league be the league that we need to, commend and celebrate and hope that more people act like Jim and speak out at some point. And maybe I don't want to call Dan Snyder a good guy, but like we, maybe that PowerPoint does need to come out. Cause uh, remember the air, we haven't even talked that much about the Arizona Cardinals owner. The Arizona Cardinals owner apparently is a tyrant. He made a pregnant woman cry allegedly in the office. And he was all on board with keeping steam Kai Steve Kimes in charge with these burner phones when he was uh, suspended for his uh, ex uh, exaggerated, aggravated DUI. Uh, sorry for the slip of tongue there, but, um, but yeah, apparently the Cardinals owner is a piece of trash too, that um, we haven't even touched on him. Like that could be for another episode, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, th there's precedent, you know, that, you know, is not there and needs to happen. Yeah. The NFL has gotten away with too much crap, too many times, and Jim, um, please go the distance. I hope you do, because you'll be a champion for a lot of people, and maybe this whole thing maybe could bring reform to this owner accountability stuff. Right. Hopefully they'll have been some updates to the story from when we're recording it. We are recording it on the 18th um, listeners and viewers. Um, I mean, I'm not holding my breath. Things like this usually take time to even get traction, but, um, but yeah, no, we're, um, we, by the time this comes out, hopefully celebrating beating the giants. But, um, but again, bigger things in football, we wanted to take the time in this week's episodes to, talk about jim and that we support jim trotter um i don't have a hashtag um uh, <laughs> for that but we do have our owner standards uh owner accountability hashtag that we'll put up in solidarity with them oh you're muted sir and jim you know we are with you and we are trying to lead a cause as well uh we hope that some of our viewers and some of our listeners will will help us uh, promote this cause, but to promote that we need owner accountability, we have started a campaign to raise money for a Kentucky crisis center. Uh, that's where the Houston Texans minority owner has been charged with very serious sexual crimes. 
And so we are doing our best to help that community out and help the people who are there, who deal with this, give the help to people who need it. So we are selling t-shirts on botfire.com. All the proceeds made from these t-shirts will go to that Kentucky crisis center. We first have our statement, owner standards, less than player standards, owner accountability. That t-shirt starts at $22.99. We have the owner standoff shirt, which we had for the Dan Snyder campaign. We've brought it back uh, for this campaign. $22.99 gets you a cool t-shirt and you're donating to charity uh, that way. Uh, we have our podcast logo art, which you will see on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, so we've put it on a t-shirt for you, $22.99. Uh, Niner Nuts alternate logo. This is a cool t-shirt. I have this t-shirt, very high quality, $22.99 gets you that. You can also get it in a pullover hoodie, crew neck sweatshirt, or youth long sleeve tee. And then, of course, we have our mascot, our peanut, eating peanuts, watching the Niners, uh, Cheering them on, $22.99 gets you that cool t-shirt. And guys, all the proceeds go to a Kentucky crisis center. Yeah, we will we will formally name it in the future once it's like secured in. But the the end goal is the same. It's gonna be going to um it's gonna be going to a just cause to people that really need the help. Because again, there's some things that are bigger than football and Jim Trotter going out there. Uh Mike Florio needs a little bit of shout out too. Mike Florio never afraid to uh, do stories like this. Being a former lawyer himself doesn't surprise me that he wants to lead the charge whenever stories like this pop up. He and the insiders are insiders and they'll talk about these things. But Mike Florio really, really uh, is the tip of the spear when it comes to stories like this. So I commend him for being the reporter that's willing to put his name on all the text. And just as much as Jim being the one that wants to say it. Yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Jim Trotter. We're behind you. Dan, anything left to say? Um, I got nothing, uh, at this point, uh, we got a nice, um, we got a nice 10 day break before we host the Cardinals. Uh, hopefully we're celebrating right now. Uh, we are, <laughs> we are taping this on Monday, so fingers crossed we beat the giants. Um, otherwise, um, yeah, I guess I need to say, uh, beat the, beat the Cardinals, uh, this time instead of beat the giants. But, uh, but yeah, we stand with Jim and, uh, yeah, let's beat the Cardinals. Yeah, sounds good. So guys, with that being said, outro music, River Road, Justin Muth. We'll catch you next week, guys. River Road, you got me running way back home. River Road, you got me running all night long. You got me singing some canal boat song. River Road, River Road, you got me running all night long. River Road, where have all the women gone? Have they kissed her hand and waved you bye-bye? Have they thought about crossing your double yellow lines? River Road, they love the way you whine and cry.